Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to tonight's episode of Patriot Strong. I have a very familiar guest. I'm sure you guys have all seen the episodes that she's been on with my show and her others. Uh, Priscilla from Grace Care is back joining us tonight, but with updates on the advocacy program and some new additions that she um, has just brought on to her team. So Priscilla, thank you so much for hopping on with me. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much. We love what what you're doing and sharing with your audience and just we need people to know what's going on because it's crazy out there. Yeah, it really is. Um uh you know schools have been in session for a few months. I know this is what you are going to be speaking about a little bit tonight, but I wanted to share it's perfect. Um I don't know if you've heard or not but I actually uh, was exposing the LGBT curriculum, not in a middle school, not in a high school, not even in an elementary school, but in a daycare. One of the largest daycares in the entire country um, celebrating Pride Month with an LGBT curriculum for all of the students in their care, six weeks up to 12 years old. So I'm very excited that this is what you're picking up on because, um, you know, it's really taken over and bled into our school systems and it's really becoming a corrupt, you know, just an indoctrination kind of facility that we send our kids to for eight hours a day. And, you know, kids don't like to tell what they did at school that day or they'll say, oh, nothing and go up to their room. So parents being proactive and really digging into what's being taught in the classrooms is really huge right now. And we're seeing more and more parents step up and it just, it's good. Yeah, it, it is. It's, I've got four kids and um, they all go to public school. I don't homeschool. Um, I always said I would probably homeschool someday, but then I figured that I would rely on the public system, just like everybody, a lot of other people did. So I look at options, right? And I think I respect people that do both. And I think there's, a, you know, th there's a lot of conflict. People go, well, then just homeschool your kids. I mean, there's a lot of different things that you have to do even with homeschooling. So yeah. part of some of the things that we're seeing with advocacy is the challenges that kids are having in the school system in terms of their health learning. So when you talk about things like transgender, the CRT, um, all of these topics that are be, being talked about at, at ages that they can't even understand, like reading and writing. Yes. Why are we even talking about that? Like it, it isn't, it, that is indoctrinating these kids. And what happens later on as they get older, they're more <laughs> confused. They lash out. They have anxiety. They've got all these pressures of the world. Then the next thing you know, they're going to their typical doctor right? That is in an insurance plan. And the doctor's like, oh, you're, in, you're anxious. Oh, you've got, oh, you've got, you know, attention deficit. Oh, we need to get you on this and that and pharmaceuticals. Then we have to address the adverse re reactions. I mean, I just posted on um, our, our, on Great Care social media about Adderall. There's several companies that are running oh, yeah. short. And I was like, yay, they're running short <laughs> because, there's a shortage that, I mean, that's great. I know that some of these kiddos on Adderall, they're taking a lot of these medications, but these medications aren't made to be magic pills. They have really bad adverse reactions. And my post was based off 
of information that oftentimes the doctor does not provide to the parents in terms of ad or adverse reactions. When you look at some of these medications, it says homo um, homicidal, anxiety, depression, <coughs> suicidal behaviors. Like, why would you give a medication to a kid that already has those issues, that's already confused as to what they're being told in the schools, we're adding to the problem. These poor parents don't even know how to unpack this or even what to even say. Cause they're like, well, if I don't have them take the medication then the school's gonna get upset at me for not even wanting them to be on medication. They're gonna say I'm non-compliant. Yeah. And guess who do they report that to? To CPS. To their local CPS. Yep. Right? It's like the worst slippery slope feeling as a mom or a dad or a guardian to these parents to go, I don't even know what to do. And that's why we have an advocate. She came to us. Um, I actually believe she, she read Epic Times articles that Great Care had out there. And um, she saw us and she said, we've got to advocate for these kids. I know how to do it because I'm in the school system. I've got a background in healthcare to understand and interpret this language and help translate. But these kids and their parents are being bullied in these systems. And she's from the great state of California and wow. she's working in these systems. So you talk about an advocate that's, awesome. that's in it currently that oh, yeah. knows how to fight for freedom for these kiddos. This is who we need. We need people like that. And um, I'm thankful for her. Your your audience needs to, needs to know that having an advocate even the school systems, look, these kids got to learn. We can't put more anxiety and things on these kids and place them on medications. They're not going to be able to learn what they need to learn. We already have horrible math, reading, all these skills, basic skills that they need to be having in order to go get what we want them to do is like have jobs and lives later on in life. They can't even do those things because they're, they're, they're indoctrinated. Yeah, totally distracted as to what they should be fundamentally doing in these schools. I'm old school. Let's get back to the basics. All the patriots want us to go back to the base, back to the basics. Like stop this nonsense and this propaganda crap with these kids. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, and I just made actually a post kind of uh, going on that same thing. We were on our way to work, and on the radio show, um, the host was telling just some um, statistics about the amount of kids. He compared third graders uh, that can read and write or do math at their grade level versus 11th grade. And they're both in the teens for one of the school districts here in Ohio. And uh, he was uh, just kind of going over, you know, how the pandemic affected that by children not being able to interact for the time that they shut down the schools. Uh, for the younger kids whenever they had to mask up and it was in uh, delayed language and uh, social development. And, you know, whenever you think about it, it's all these little tiny things that have been done over the past two or three years that really do have a tremendous effect on these children's development. Yeah, it, it's, it is tremendous what has happened, even with the masking issues. Some of these kids that are babies, were looking at people in masks. They weren't seeing those those nonverbal cues that they they didn't even start cooing or communicating yeah. because they never saw anybody's face. And and that is very disturbing. Like we haven't even we don't even know what the real impact is years down the road 
And we got to start correcting this now. And, and these kiddos are <clears throat> changed some of the, where you would people with kids with learning disabilities, they would tend to get some early intervention. Well, the early intervention, the, the years of it was brought down by the CDC it, within the last two years. So what was happening is if, if you're bringing down those ages where they meet that criteria, but they've been masked, they've been isolated, they had to do all this learning from home, and they moved the criteria down. But time the parents saw that the kid had the learning difficulty, it was already too late to find early intervention. They fell out of that window. Those opportunities for those kiddos are gone. There is no state program or funding for them. It's called good luck. Yeah. And that's what's wrong. That's what we have to start addressing in these schools because we cannot, we have, we've got to have these little ones be equipped and get back to the America first principles. And this, and when you, when you dumb down your society in these public schools, you're going to get some really bad behavior later on where you see all of these gangs and all of these issues that are happening where these kids don't even show up to school with truancy. And it's because we haven't done the right thing up front. And so from my standpoint, as, as an advocate in healthcare, I want these kiddos to not be on drugs in terms of pharmaceutical drugs. I don't even yes. want them to be on other drugs like fentanyl and cocaine and heroin. Cause guess what? That's happening too. Oh yeah. It's happening. So I don't want the pharmaceutical drugs. I don't want the other drugs. Like we've got to have conversations. These schools are really not equipped to talk about these things. They just want to default to go, well, just talk to your physician, do whatever the physician says. And then if you don't follow the physician order, what do you have? You've got a social worker nightmare, CPS nightmare that's showing up at your doorstep. And every parent in America is worried about that because when they say I don't want a vaccination for my kiddo yeah I don't want my kid to be to be masked that's why we have an advocate from California that is I would say ballsy oh, <laughs> I yeah. was like whoa okay that's happening like I'm thankful that us as a healthcare community we're coming together to fight for people and we've got we've got a direct way for people to do that and um, people can even use your promo code and, you know, get a discount for our services too. It's out of pocket, which is great. So it's just really exciting to know that we've got options and solutions that people can use even in our schools. Do not fear. Don't be fearful. Yeah. And I'll put that promo code up over here. <clears throat> um, you had mentioned in schools, uh, you know, whenever, uh, I was in the daycare. I would help out in all the rooms. There was an infant room, you know, babies, and they were looking at the teachers with a mask on. You know, infants really thrive off of facial cues and facial expressions. That's how they learn emotion and language development, you know, cognitive development. And not only that, but the children in our toddler program, the two years two year and up, they were highly recommended or required to wear a mask. So it was teachers chasing them around all day, making sure that they had a mask on their face. Um, and this was enforced, not necessarily by the teachers because some teachers are, you know, coherent enough to realize the damages that they can do, but by the company itself, they had uh, handed, you know, those recommendations or mandatory requirements um, down from you know the directors and the staff but even to the kids and uh, um, you know it's going on in the elementary schools too not 
now necessarily, but back then. And it causes just a whole array of uh, different problems, you know, learning development, but also uh, health issues from wearing the masks, you know, breathing in all of that bacteria all day long. Um, yeah, the plastics, plastics. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about bacteria. I would say, um, does your kid have any parasites in them because of all this junk? I mean, this is, there are some extreme things that are really happening, but my, my little one has, he's dyslexic. I was dyslex dyslexic when I was little too. I was held back because of that learning disability, right? I went through a program. All of these programs were delayed. They were delayed for him. And he, he needs that structure. I'm thankful for these programs, but these teachers, there are some really great patriot, pa patriots in these schools. And I'm thankful these teachers are, some of them are doing the right thing. They are done. They are done with all of this masking. They're done with vast mandates. They're, they're done with um, the, the political stuff. Yeah. All they want to do is teach. And it's just like nursing. We've got great nurses that are still at the bedside. I know great nurses at the bedside. They are fighting for their patients. They're telling them, no, just so you know, don't do remdesivir, right? They're doing the right thing. And there's some of these teachers that are, I'm thankful they're still in there because some of these kiddos, I think they would, they would be suffering. Um, and then of course, on top of all of these issues, we've got schools that are being loaded up Are you there? <clears throat> Technical difficulties. Oh, can you, you, you see me okay? Yeah, I got you. You were just saying that on top of all of that, the, the schools are being loaded up. And yeah, then with, it... with the border. You oh know, yeah. The open, yeah. The open border. They're coming through. These kids have to go to a school, right? In the communities they're being dropped off. So we can't even take care of our current kiddos in these schools. We're adding more kids to this current system. None of these, none of these kids or families were mandated with these vaccinations as right. well, right? But it, it is incredible what has happened. It's like a pure explosion in these public schools. And all we needed our kiddos to do is learn how to read and write and communicate. Yeah. And they can't even do the simple basic task because of our of how politicized these um these schools are now. Yeah. Um, you know, I graduated from the University of Cincinnati with a degree in early childhood education. But if my college career had started within the past two or three years, and this is the kind of stuff that was being projected, you know, in my college level courses, that this is what you're going to teach and how you're going to teach the kids. And if it was more, like you said, politicized towards an agenda and not towards academics, there's no way that I think that I would have stayed in this field because it's absolutely ridiculous, the amount of uh, politicalness, you know, the social emotional learning, the diversity, equity, and inclusion, and then the LGBT stuff that's being pushed on the kids. And, you know, little minds cannot handle adult concepts. And I will fight for that until the end of time because it's absolutely ridiculous that that's going on in schools. Yeah, I don't get, I don't get this whole like, like transgender thing with dressing. Like, like I'm, I, 
it leads to a lot of other things. I just want yep. our schools to go back to the basics. Like later on in life, if they want to go do that, fine, go do that. It's just the same way I think about vaccination. If you want to put something experimental in your body, God bless America. It's medical freedom. Congratulations. You might have consequences that you might not want. But I don't need my kids to be introduced to these topics that they can't even understand yes. reading and writing. Like, it, it's just really basic for me. Maybe I'm too simple-minded, but I, I just I just think it needs to be out of our schools. We've just got to focus on these kiddos because, man, their minds are so precious at these really young ages, and they're so confused. And, and really, these gender reassignments where they are actually removing, like, breasts. Yes. And, and, like... The confusion that, that's happening at that level and giving some of these younger ages that permission to make that decision on their own without their parents' permission is absolutely insane. These these kiddos cannot even rationalize what's wrong and what's right. And you're, you're going to give them some medication that's going to change their hormones. You're removing something from their body that they were born with. Like, I, like we're going to have some real work, mental health is going to explode. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. And the, and the pharmaceutical company is loving every minute of this. Because yep. all those kids, they know they're going to be lining up for a whole lot of meds later on. Yeah, and you know, um, I saw one of my friends had shared it on Facebook. There's, I guess, a, a support group for parents of transgender children. And the post that she had shared was a mom, you know, cheering and being so grateful that they took their kindergarten student to get hormone blockers at yeah. five years old. I, I told like, look, <laughs> I, I even just look at plain old medications and go, what are the adverse reactions? And, you know, these kids are putting, those parents are putting those kids in a very dangerous spot just due to the adverse reactions alone, not even all the other um, consequences that could happen. So again, we go back to I think about it this way, and your audience may or may not agree, but I go back to when I talk with my kids about things, I say, what are two things that you can control? Because they'll start bickering in the back, you know, in the back seat, trying to poke each other. And I go, what are, what are two things you can control? And they know they can, they can only control their own actions and their own attitude. Everybody around us, we can't control. But my kiddos, I want them to know when they encounter these things, when a teacher says these things, they know to ask questions, right? They know just because they're saying that doesn't make it true. We need to ask more questions. And that's that's what I need people to do. I don't need people just to keep accepting everything they're being told. Even the stuff that I'm telling them with health and wellness, I want them to question. I want them to really understand because their life is so important. There are some great consequences to those to those hormone blockers. That is not natural. That is not your God-given um, DNA. And I'm sorry, that baby in the womb, like they're coming out a male or a female. That's just the, that is it. It's the way it That's is. how they come out. <laughs> so I just, that it's, they got, a, they got, I don't know if I can say what they have or not in your show, if you don't want to be sent, but they got either this part or they got this part. Yeah. And it's, it's understand this part. <laughs> so uh, I'll try not to be too, too straightforward, but hopefully your audience um, knows about that. Um, and, um, look, my two boys, they go outside and they take a whiz. That's what they have. And, um, uh, you know, you teach the girls how to wipe. 
Yep. Um, and, and, and so look, it, this is important topics. We've got to be transparent about it. We've got to start fleshing them out and, and just get these political things out of the public system. Let's get back to getting our scores higher in these schools because we need these kiddos to take care of us. I'll have to um, be dependent on a really broken system. We're going to need some really good Patriot <coughs> to be, be, be Patriot strong, um, you know, growing up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, maybe somebody's going to tune into this episode and share it with a friend that, uh, you know, they're trying to convince, hey, maybe you shouldn't do this to your child. So if you can, what are some, you know, later in life effects or some of the side effects that children can develop after they are given these hormone blockers that cannot be reversed no matter what the Brandon show wants to say? Yeah. So um, I would simply just challenge them to say the medications they're currently on. I would look up drugs.com or I would go and look up physician desk reference, which is PDR, P as in Paul, D as in dog, R as in um, whatever. Um, so it's really important that they understand the adverse reactions. Number one, there's going to be a severe, a moderate and a mild reaction to every single pharmaceutical, including those hormone blockers, okay? Now, once they're being given those hormone blockers or whatever procedure they're going through, there's gonna be a next set of medications that they're probably gonna need down the road. That adds on, they're probably always gonna need to be on a pharmaceutical, <coughs> yep. right? Because these hormone blockers are, are changing the way that the, that the kid feels and it can lead to a lot of other things. I would challenge them to make sure that they understand those decisions before they proceed. Because once you do it, it's very hard to reverse that. There's a there's DNA that you're going to have to really understand, the God-given DNA that the child was born with. There's going to be some deficiencies that are happening because of the hormone blocker that you are giving to the child. So, and in the event that they have an adverse reaction to any of those things, I would challenge that doctor to say, if my kid has an injury because of what you're giving them, what do you do for them? If I come back and say, my child is now suicidal, what are you gonna do for them? I guarantee you almost all of them would say, well, I would have to send you to a, a, a psychologist or I would have to find a um, psychiatric ward if they start to cut themselves. Um, there's real implications of these kiddos. And I'm going to tell you, guaranteed in most areas in America, all of those facilities have been shut down because of the funding against them. We yep. find that challenge with adults alone. Try finding a pediatric unit. That's very difficult. And once they're in those institutions, alternatives are going to be very hard to bring through because what those physicians say is what it is. You are captive to the pharmaceutical and to the insurance-driven healthcare once your kid is doing that. If you want to do that, great. That's your choice. I'm just saying there's going to be some really bad consequences. So you really need to make sure you are truly informed. And if you need an advocate to help walk through those things so you're fully informed, great. Let's do that. Make sure you really do understand this because some of these parents, now that did those things, a long time ago or didn't pick up on those needs are now having to go to seek their own counselors and medications because they can't cope with what they what they allowed their child to do this is it it, it is a very grave 
We, we see families in complete divorce. We have a mom that wants this for their kid, a dad that wants this. They, they had to get divorced. It broke the family apart. The family unit is destroyed, right? Um, I mean, the, it, the family unit, I think overall in this whole, whole disaster of what's happening with what we call the deep state or these global, you know, institutions, the Rockefellers, all of these deep-seated oh, yeah. politicians that, you know, it's a bigger design than, than just the hormone blockers. This, they want to destroy us, right? They want to destroy and divide people. They don't want us to unite. So what we have to do is start thinking logically through this and understand what are all of our options do we really, is there really something else we can do to help these kiddos? We feel like advocacy is a solution. We want people to reach out to us and get some time with an advocate. You know, they can go to the Brave Care website and let us know that, you know, they saw Patriot Strong and um, we'll be glad to um, help them get up and going. But um, I mean, th these are big issues. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people really, they don't understand. Um, you know, the parents that are doing this, I think that they think they are doing what's right for their child by allowing their child to be uh, like more open or whatever, and to allow a more inclusive environment or social, you know, environment for their kid. It's not a trend. Like this isn't something that's trending, that's going to, uh, you know, <laughs> be beneficial for their child in any, any length at all. It's, really a uh, a dire health you know effects that it's going to have on them mentally physically emotionally you know all of the above and people just really need to take it seriously and uh, it might not start in the classroom but it is in the classrooms it's in the child care centers in your elementary middle school high school you know all the counselors are uh, you know, projecting on the kids, oh, if you don't feel like you fit in anywhere, you can come over here and we'll make sure that you fit in. But they're pushing an agenda. And, you know, children are so, so, um, so much like sponges at this age and they retain, you know, what is projected on them. So if this is what they're being introduced to and it's what it's being shoved down their throats, you know, eight hours a day, five days a week, it's going to have an effect. So you really need to dive in to what your kids are learning at school. If this is happening, you know, you can reach out to Grace Care, to the uh, advocate that is, uh, um, you know, from California that is fighting for all of our children. Yes. You can go to thegracecare.com or call. It's 469-864-7149. Or you can, uh, and use my code. It's right here. And I, uh, um, you know, will be glad to help those uh, find the website and, you know, try and work with you and work with Priscilla just so you guys can get to where you need to go. Cause this really is serious and it's really important. Yeah, it is. I, it's, it is such a big subject. Um, you know, I, I just go back to as a parent, my kids are the most important thing to me. And those parents that are also trying to look at those decisions, they think their kids are, that's what that's what is best for them. I would just say, let's look at it a little bit different before you move forward with some of these decisions because there's gonna be some really grave lifelong decisions that you're not gonna be able to reverse. Just like the experimental vaccination, when people call us and they say, well, my doctor really said I needed to get this or mm -hmm. that my, my, my kid needs to get this. And I said, 
What did the doctor say if you have adverse reaction to it or injury? What's the doctor's plan for that if that happens? What do you, if you have, you know, um, heart issues? Because that is well, you know, th that's well known yeah. now. And yeah. they go, they go, uh, well, I don't know. Like, but my doctor told me, I said, did your doctor tell you what they're going to do for you if that happens to your child? <clears throat> Challenge them. Yeah. Don't, it's the, it's the same thing with the public system, right? You, you can ask questions. If you can advocate for yourself and you're a mama bear or a daddy bear out there, whatever you want to call it, like ask questions. I think we can do it in a very respectful way. We don't need to get violent or anything like that, but we need to be very, we need to proceed and we need to start forcing these issues, even showing up to these um, public school meetings, right? And voicing your concern. That is very logical. It's the same thing that's what's happening in the medical community. If we yeah. don't communicate what we are wanting and we stay <laughs> silent, we're going to continue to get railroaded with these issues in these public domains. So us, the grassroots, all of your audience, we have got to proceed and we've got to start hitting the pavement because if not, we're going to continue to get, get this and it's not going to get better. Right. And if you don't stand up and speak out, then you're part of the problem. Um, I was trying to find this article that I was reading while I was stuck in traffic for um, just a few, like an hour ago. Um, Moderna CEO announces the development of a new mRNA injection to repair heart muscle after a heart attack. Hmm, that's weird. Wait a, wait a minute. They created a problem so they could have more people coming to them codependent depending on the, bro the the system that lied to them to now fix them with some with a problem they created are you kidding me people wake up this is getting ridiculous you are being duped yeah. stop it stop <laughs> believing I'm like it's uh, to me and i think people are waking up and i i guarantee your, your audience is probably really awake to these subjects but they got to press the share button and they need to share it with other people that aren't awake or they're starting to start, they're starting to wake. They need to know who to go to, who to listen to, because they are not being told the truth. That is, they're going to continue to do this. All these skin issues that are coming up post-vaccination, these bodies that are in rashes. Yep. Like, I mean, the dermatologist, <clears throat> one person called us and she's like, I've been to seven dermatologists. I had to pay all of these specialty fees specialty fees and I'm still miserable. I'm horrible. What, what can I do? And we were like, well, here's some other options you should know about. Yeah. And she had like all of these pharmaceuticals that she bought from all these dermatologists, a dermatologist specialty visit and through her insurance, a specialty fee is very costly. It adds up, go to seven of them. Good luck. Oh, yeah. And then you, it's expensive for skin issues alone. So look, get an advocate, Let's work through some of your options. It, like there are other solutions, but the system is going to continue to do that. They're going to continue to make drugs to try to cover up for all the other issues. And you've got to start digging deep. There's a root cause we've been lied to. There are better ways. You have a God-given DNA that is yours unless you change the DNA, <laughs> um, <Yep>. which is <laughs> a problem, but your God-given DNA that you were born with. You need to take care of it nutritionally. You need to hydrate well. You need to start doing things mentally that keeps you focused and in the zone to take care of yourself. Because if you're telling yourself you're sick, you're gonna be sick. Start telling fight for your kids because that's what you're gonna go do tomorrow. Because your kids need you. They need you. 
and and we've got to start doing this together. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Priscilla, thank you so much for sharing all of the information. Um, my audience loves you. You are always welcome. Any updates that Grace Care has, please just text me and we can get a show really quick. Um, I am so thankful that you were able to hop on. And uh, again, you guys go to gracecare.com. You can scan the QR code or um, Dial, dial the phone number, obviously. <laughs> Give them a call. Use my code and uh, just let them know you heard about Grief Care from Patriot Strong and we will hook you up. Thank you so much for tuning in. Priscilla, again, thank you so much. God bless you. God bless this country and together at Patriot Strong. See you later, guys. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. And as you know, my passion is to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. That's why I created my new Giza Dreams bed sheets. I started by using the world's best cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. I guarantee you they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. I do not like my sheets. I love Mikey's a dream sheet. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you can buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or you can get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com. Use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products.